There we go. Uh, Back Road Hauntings. That's his YouTube page. So you guys check it out. So, so, oh, so John, how's it going, John? First of all, how's your Friday? Oh, it's Friday, so it's going pretty good. <laughs> I like no, that. Say no more. Say, say no more. more. Yeah, I'm going to be filming tonight, so I'm kind of looking oh. forward to that. So, one of the main reasons why I, I wanted you on because you actually have a video that says "Urge Busted Caught Faking Alone." When I Whoa. read something like that, to me, it makes it sound like before you believe in anything, you're going to try to debunk it. You're going to try to uh, make it where it's not paranormal until you actually physically know that it's paranormal. Am I saying that right about you? About you? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I truly believe that 90% or more of what people claim to be hauntings or paranormal activity, can is there's actually a logical explanation for it. I don't believe that everything out there is is paranormal. I just don't. I think there's a lot of uh, things that can be explained, and but you know people are afraid of what they don't know, so they automatically jump to the conclusion of you know oh my gosh it, it, it's it's a ghost it, it's something scary it's creepy it's paranormal, and that's just not our way of thinking. My way of thinking is I want to find out the answers before I start saying that something's haunted. Nice. That's how that's I do awesome. it. Yeah. We got a lot of paranormal people actually that is in our yeah. community here. Uh, through yeah. Bell Paranormal, she does a great show. She yeah. does investigation. Yeah. You know, Bob Bob even talks about in college when you go to college, you learn yeah. to, to always debunk what you have first. Never what you have in front of you is real because otherwise you'll look foolish. When somebody comes out and says, "Oh my God, he's been lying to you," and you and you didn't know you're lying, you just didn't yeah. do your research. Yeah, we yeah, had to exactly. um, we had to perform a hoax. We had to actually do a, a we had to we had to become like that. We had to hoax people and try to fool them first. I did mine on a plant. You know, people talk about how plants have emotions and feelings and all these things. You know, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say it. Don't okay. I just I was just on the side of debunking people just for the fun of it. So I had a plant. I don't want to interrupt you. I had a plant real fast. I, I actually stuck some uh, uh, copper wire up and through it and through the root systems, whatever, with a little, uh, with one of those doorbells, like automatic doorbell thingies, where, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not connected to the wall. It's a battery one, you know, and yeah. if you hit a button, it hits the doorbell. <laughs> so I sent up these bare wires up and underneath the plants and they did them green. So you can't even tell these wires were in the, underneath the leaves of the plants. And then I had people light matches underneath the leaf no not for real people not like burn the leaves i'm not that cruel but do it and then i'd hit the switch like they had a meter an emf detector would go oh my god it's reacting it's react every time they would like yell at the plant i would hit the button and it would react oh my god it's reacting to all the emotion how could you no it was all fake (laughs) but anyway what you talked about man (laughs) well i like what she said it's the same concept Orb so easy to debunk, but everyone believes they are are entities. Yeah, that's true. Easy, uh, you know. That's one thing. I I don't necessarily believe in orbs, and it's not that I don't believe in orbs. I do believe that there's probably some situations where you know there's a light anomaly that is very weird and unexplained, but I can't go out there and say that it's a spirit. I can't. Because I have no proof of that, okay? And kind of like the, 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 the spirit box. 
I use the spirit box occasionally, but I want hard, concrete reactions. I want intelligent reactions. When I hear words come across, a lot of the times you could just kind of put words together and make what you want out of it off of what you asked. And so spirit boxes, I rarely use. I do use them, but I rarely use them. Um, my favorite evidence is EVPs and video footage. That's what I like. Yeah, well, I just read, read this one. I see so many videos where the house has several animals and they are shining a light and it's literally just animals, dander, and dust. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. It's Every bad, time. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you have another video that says right there in the words, real or fake. Urge brothers exposed. I mean, you, you're, yeah. I'm not saying you're exposing people on purpose, but you're like, dude, don't just believe this. You know, really yeah, look you know, at the evidence. You know, these guys, uh, those. <sighs> I've I've been in the I've been in the paranormal field for 23 years, and it's wow. kind of hard sometimes to present evidence out there to people because a lot of people just don't believe in it, and they kind of laugh you out of the room. And when I see people actually faking stuff on purpose and telling people it's real, oh man, that just that I don't like fakes. I just don't, you know. Makes it harder on you, man. It makes yeah, you harder on presenting evidence. Yeah, yeah. She'll show the list of debunked evidence first and say, I have debunked all of this. And now I have a question because I can't debunk this no matter how hard I tried. I've had friends try to debunk mm -hmm. it and they can't do it. So, you know, like this is what I have the evidence for. And then it shuts yeah. up the skeptic a little bit and say, I, you know, I've did yeah. everything I could have debunked it. Yeah. Let me ask you. you know, uh, a, oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask you. Now, is there a reason why you started uh, uh, doing research starting 20 years ago? Was there something that you felt that happened to you that made you want to go on this journey? Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I, I, I had to have been probably about anywhere from seven to nine years old. And we lived in this house. And you know those old houses that always had those long, creepy hallways and a dead end at the end? You know, it's like a bathroom on the right side, then a bedroom on the left, and then another bedroom down the end, and then the last bedroom. We had one of those houses. And when I was younger, every time I got ready for bed, I would go to that hallway and I would stand there and I would always see a woman kind of floating at the end of the hallway. And she would never say nothing. I, I just saw her wearing pure white and it looked like the wind was like blowing on her and she would always just gesture for me to come to her. And she would kind of slowly go into my brother's room, but completely dissipate before she actually entered my brother's room. And oh, I always just stood there just scared. And I also heard voices telling me to do bad things, hurt people and stuff like that. When I was younger, I told my dad about it and my dad played it off. I didn't tell him about the female. I just told him about the voices. And it wasn't until about maybe, oh, I, was, I think I was 16, 17 years old. And I was in a room with my mom and a couple of our family friends. And we were talking about paranormal. And I had mentioned what I had seen growing up standing there at the beginning of the hallway. And my the color of my mom's face kind of just went pure white. And she's like, oh, my gosh. 
me and your dad used to stand there and watch you stare at the end of the hallway, and we never knew what you were staring at. That was right then and there when I decided I needed some answers for what I, you know, encountered when I was younger. And, yeah. you know, the, the scary part is this, what I saw, she would always go like towards my brother, brother's bedroom. Three years later, my brother was uh, murdered and, uh, and in a drive-by oh. shooting. And, you know, I always play back to that time, like, man, you know, did this have something to do with my brother? You know, oh, and I, I still don't know. I don't know the answers to that, but. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what wow. made me get into the paranormal. Wow, I can see that. I can see you putting that together. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Uh, yeah, if I would have saw a female spirit going into what's going to happen in the future, I would have think that too. Like maybe a spirit guide or something was just kind of like getting him prepped. I don't know. I don't, wow, wow, yeah. man. Yeah. Wow. All those, you didn't feel all those thoughts ran through my head, you know. I mean, yeah. was it a sign? Was it something I needed to see? Something I need? I, I don't know. I don't know. And it's sometimes like the I wish I actually that. went towards her, you know? Wow. It's just like the mind. I didn't realize you live in Oregon. You actually live close. I'm in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd love to go out with you one day. Has you ever went on a main a hunt where it really just scared the shit out of you and you're like I, I'm yeah. going back to this place we actually have a friend named Clown uh, uh, he's a uh, clown and his name is Clown on his YouTube channel and he actually right now on a road trip and actually doing haunt, uh, hauntings not haunting but searching uh, He but he's also searching for Bigfoot too He's he's been in like five <laughs> different states now but yeah, have you, you ever from, uh, what's that are you talking about clown from the East Coast? He, yeah, was it East Coast or is he from? Uh, I think he's from the South. Or oh, here, let me. Uh, let me well, he's a demon him. hunter. He says he's a demon he's hunter. Called, uh, yeah, yeah, clown yeah, yeah, yeah. The clown. He's a demon. The clown, the demon hunter. He's got a beard, also. Uh, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's kind of a fun guy. We had him on several times. Great he might guy. I don't know if you recognize. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, he's, he's, our, <laughs> he's our good friend. He's been on here plenty of times and all that. He's on, and he's on a. He's actually on a ghost hunt right now. He's traveling around different states. That's cool. That's awesome, man. And that's how that's how we met. Uh, oh, that's how we met her through the Vell Paranormal. We uh, met her through him, and she's been on yeah. our show three, four times. Yeah, yeah, he's going on hunts with uh, all things paranormal, Leslie, and yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, demon. I'm a demon hunter. I want <laughs> demon. I'm sorry. This is going to be a stupid question. I know, but you know, sometimes my daughter and I, just for guilty pleasures, we do watch once in a while Ghost Adventures. But when I watch that show, of all the ghost hunts this team's supposed to be on. Funny. They gotta be actors because because they get scared of any little thing, any little sound. Dude, like I'm a cable guy, right? I used to climb uh, 32 foot ladders. At first, I was a little, my heart beat. But after a while, at the end of my uh, career, there climbing that climbing that ladder ain't nothing. 
Yeah. Do you yourself, do you develop a little like, you know, I'm not going to get hurt here? Or do you get scared every time a voice comes? Well, let's put it this way. The one thing I don't do is freak out when the temperature in the room changes. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. What are you talking about? You know, when, when I see someone freaking out and they've been doing this for, you know, 15 years or however long Ghost Adventures has been on, when you're freaking out over a room temperature or an EMF spike, I I, I think that's all for show. Yeah, right? I get that yeah, same impression. Know? You've been doing it for so long. Okay, the first sign is it gets colder. Yeah. That's you know, the recently- good thing. <laughs> yeah, recently I watched I watched one of their episodes recently, and uh, I can't, I think it was I, th- I think it was at the end of their last season I think around April I think it was April or May, but man I about busted up laughing I mean I was crying I was laughing so hard because they were at this olive place where they they like make olives and stuff like that, and Billy a guy on the team came screaming running out. And because he heard a noise and he was screaming like bloody murder, like, uh, like, like he was being, you know, like he was a female being attacked and I couldn't stop laughing. You know, I was thinking to myself, you're a grown man. You heard a noise. You're supposed to be there investigating the paranormal and you're running from it. It makes no sense to me. Yes. Like right here, Vale says I'm running towards it to find out what it is. Yeah. I'd run towards it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I want to, if I see something, if I see a shower or something, I'm not going to freak out. I'm, I want to go. I want to investigate. I want to capture it on film. I want to, you know, if I'm hearing voices, I want to capture that on my recorders. I, I don't want to run from it. Well, read yeah. this one. Uh, she says, the last one I went on, I had my hair pulled. Hurt so Ooh. bad. Now that is scary. Okay. I can see that. It's something yeah. pulls your hair where you actually feel some pain. I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, like you yeah. said, temperature change? Come on, really? No, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I don't. I, these guys, they, they, you know, they, they're over after. Somebody has a question right here. Have you gone to any abandoned asylums or prisons? Do you have any protection like holy water or good luck charms? Good question, man. Question. That's fair. I've gone to. Uh, I haven't gone to asylums or prisons i have gone to old forts like uh military forts abandoned forts and um i don't have anything for protection i don't have holy water uh just recently i i started carrying around the lord's prayer with me you know just so i know the word just in case i get into a situation that i feel like i'm out of control like i have no control um and that's just a precautionary but i don't i don't uh bring anything with me to protect me. I, I, I respect what is out there and, you know, beyond the veil, I respect that. I, I respect the, you know, spirits. And I also respect the properties that I'm at and the clients that I'm working for, you know? So. Oh, so I, you, I, get, you get hired to go investigate. That's cool as crap. Yeah. So actually, you, uh, there's a place in Fort Vancouver some years back that, um, you know, the old uh, army barracks where the families lived. Yeah. Well, a lot of that now has been turned into just residential homes now. And it's not, you know, for the military families no more. And yeah. one family had called us up and actually had me come out there and investigate. And 
I think the, the creepiest thing I ever came across in that particular house was as I was coming up the stairs in the basement, I got to the top and I was still standing in the doorway of the stairs of the basement. And this is an old, old place, you know, it was built in the early 1900s, probably like 1910, 1911. And so the, the stairs to the basement was very narrow. And all of a sudden, I heard the loudest footsteps running up the stairs right behind me. And it actually caught me off guard. I actually just jumped, turned around, shined the light, and it stopped. The, the footsteps just stopped. <laughs> yeah, and that caught well, me I'm off living, guard. You know? I'm living in a haunted house here. I'm, I'm, I'm in England, round by Scotland, wherever, someplace. But um, an old tavern, a 1700s tavern. Uh, slash prostitute place, whatever. Uh, the place has even got, it's a house now, you know, regular residential, but uh, it's even got paperwork for like, you know, you could serve alcohol. It's really cool, but a lot of paranormal, man. I've done videos in this place several times. I've done videos in other places I stay. I kind of bounce around different places. Got to keep hiding from weird people, but um, down in the basement and it's an old coal stove. It's 1700s and hearing freaking things get tossed around in other areas i'm like holy shit this place is haunted man around three in the morning i got tapped on my uh right shoulder real fast like a ta -ta -ta, like a ta -ta 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 on my back shoulder like a fingertip and then um talking to another person that was here and then they they were embarrassed to ask me hey man i was in the certain area i was at i said i got tapped on the right shoulder i said no shit so did I. <laughs> there was no talking to each other about it. No, I didn't go around. Hey, man, I kept it to myself. So when I heard but, someone say it, I said, confirm. Now, what's a JoJo? Uh, hey, hey, you have some Juju in there, Bob. She juju. Said, uh, what's, juju, juju is like mad, right? Yeah, it's like bad Juju or, you know, yeah, like bad omen, I guess you should Probably. say. She's our yeah, friend. Yeah. Like she, she can see things. So I, I was just curious: did she, is she seeing something with Bob? Where yeah, there was, it was a glass that flew. Well, it didn't fly, but I fell asleep on the couch. Oh, he just—I was just lured over and knocked the glass over. Now, man, it's far I'm away from me. Car, that was me, Bob. <laughs> the glass went over. A big, thick glass slid off the fireplace on the bottom step, slid forward, and then hit the ground and rolled. There's nobody in here, no animals, no nothing. The doors are shut. I'm asleep. Maybe I snored so loud and knocked it off. I was like, it woke me up. Actually, it woke me up 10 minutes before Eric's show. I like this. I was, I like this always look like Bikers Club in here. Right? <laughs> Everybody had a beard except me. <laughs> but it woke well, me, me up 10 you, minutes man. before Go ahead. You know, let me ask you. So, you, you've kind of you've been tapped on the shoulder. You've seen things moving around. Let me ask you, because what I've come across with a lot of people who experience something paranormal, they automatically go to the first thought of demonic. And I don't like that. I don't I just yeah. don't like that. You know, if something doesn't seem see the way I look at it, man, you know, if I wasn't a nice person in real life if i was just a yeah. pissed off angry dude when i die i'm pretty sure i'm not gonna be any happier so i'm yeah. gonna probably do some stuff to piss people off it doesn't mean i'm demonic so do you feel like when you're around stuff that's happening like that do you feel like it's a malicious intent 
No, I was joking about it, but hey, I'm not, I swear, I'm not lying during the apocalypse, people. I'm going to tell you 100%, I swear to God, it was 10 minutes before Eric's show. Now, I'm in, I'm in another country, so it's nighttime for me. I was going to sleep through it, Eric. I'm not going to lie to you. I was going to. I was I did a long ass been working my ass out and I was sleeping solid. If that glass didn't have come off and rolled across the floor, I would not have woken up. It was ten minutes before Eric's show, so I do Eric's shows consistently the same time every day. Um, that day I was wiped out. I was gonna sleep through it, so I was not upset. I had a laugh. I said, "Thank you, thank you for the alarm." <laughs> you. Have you had any haunted doll experiences? Ooh, not oh. me, him, right? No, uh, him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dolls uh, creep me out. Dolls creep me out. I, I don't know. I When I was younger, uh, my grandma, my dad's mom lived in Walla Walla, Washington, Dayton, Washington. And I remember young, being younger, going over there and visiting. I would... I don't know why, but I would always go down in the basement, and their basement wasn't like a like a creepy basement. I mean, it was all carpeted. They had a bar down there. They had couches down there and everything, but there was this one porcelain doll down there, and I don't know why, but every time I got to that house, I would go down in the basement and just stand there and stare at this doll, and I have been terrified <laughs> of dolls ever since. I don't know why, but they creep me out. Avil <laughs> uh, 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 says uh, many spirits get upset because they can't communicate and use what they can to get your uh, attention. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, you know, yeah. if they uh, if they try to use all the energy they can to get you know to manifest itself to try to get your attention and they can't, they're going to try to use some source of getting more energy and they're going to be stronger and more powerful. And sometimes I believe. My theory is that sometimes they don't know how much power they could actually put out. And they can hurt you on accident. They could scare you to death on accident. But they're not really meaning any ill intent to it. You know, they're just trying to get your attention. So she's absolutely right. Yeah, I'm loving today. We're getting some questions in today. I love it. Hey, where is the most paranormal active place you have investigated? Well, well. I got to say, the most paranormal active place I've investigated was the one I just recently did last month. That was over at the Wolf Creek Inn in Southern Oregon. That, you know, I mean, when I got there, we didn't feel anything. I'm not like Zach Bagans where I go to a place and I'm like, oh, my God, my stomach hurts. Oh, my neck hurts. Oh, my gosh, I, I didn't get laid last night. I don't do that crap. I go to a place and I just, I just if, I've, I've never felt scared or stomach pains or anything but i do listen and when we got to wolf creek in within two hours i was hearing things that just didn't seem right to the environment and the evidence that we caught you know just the first night there we didn't i heard a whistle that's one of the main things i remember about hearing something you know with my own ears and but when I reviewed all the evidence, I was just blown away by how much EVPs I caught. And wow. with the little girl saying "Mama" twice, like she was looking for her mom, that was—I gotta say—that was probably the most active place I've ever investigated. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Oh, oh, I oh, feel bad. Which uh, goddess is in the chat? Oh. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
investigator. Yeah, I love all the inve- investigators. Are the nicest fucking people. They're smart too. People are all oh, investigators. Are-. No man, they're they usually scientists first, and then they're paranormal investigators yeah. second. They go in to, to get reassure the families. Hey, you're okay. Yeah. You just got a little bit of paranoia. You know, they. I, that's what I always saw. I debunk. I took paranormal psychology in college. And a lot of investigators go in there. One or one is to help the family feel better. Hey guys, guess what? You got a little kid moving shit around. You got a cat. Uh, I've seen it. People, uh, I've got missing this or I've got a missing that. And I swear to God, I put my keys here. I swear it must be some kind of weird effect. No, there's cats that take things, man, and hide them. <laughs> cats will hide mm-hmm. shiny things. They yeah. will get things and hide uh, them. Uh, not them. just a cat. An uh, English bulldog will make things disappear on you too. <laughs> yeah. If you have your window open and you don't have a screen, a magpie will come in your house and take anything that shines. Something stole my ring. Do you have a screen on you? Check this. You have no screen on your window. So there's no one who can come up to the window five stories and still, but a magpie can. If a magpie sitting up, yeah, you look outside, there's a there's a there's a there's a power line. Or there's no, you know, they're dying. They're watching you. From, they're watching your shiny shit in your fucking room. The magpies are coming in your stuff. Nine times out of ten is a damn bird or an animal. You know, just things like that. People. There's a lot of logical up. explanations for things that people freak out about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. That's what we do. We go in there and we try to make the family feel better. And that's the most important. I remember I had a few cases I had to do back in uh, 2009. And it had to have been around 2008, 2009. And I got a call and it was to investigate in an apartment. And I don't like investigating apartments because, you know, with everybody around you, a lot of the, a lot of the evidence is contaminated. And so, but... We put that to the top of the list because it was a five-year-old girl who was just terrified. And we went in there and we investigated it and, and we actually came to the conclusion that this little girl was seeing somebody. Um, and we believe it was her, actually her grandpa that died before she was born. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. And when we actually put the pieces of the puzzle together, she actually we brought her a picture and uh, and showed her a picture of the guy and she had never seen her grandpa before. And she, she pointed him out right off the bat and said, that's who I see. And we told her who it was and she just has been doing great ever since. That's awesome. Here's a question for you right here. Uh, Do paranormal investigators ever use dogs to help them? Yes. Some situations. Yes, they do. Uh, actually, Jason Hawes and uh, uh, Grant Wilson has used uh, has used canines um, before on their investigations. You know, because animals are supposedly very sensitive to the paranormal. They can see things yeah. that we can't. They can hear things that we can't. They can smell things that we can't. Um, and so, you know, if dogs can be trained to sniff out drugs, if dogs can be trained to sniff out humans, if they can be trained, then why can't they be trained to, um, you know? detect spirits yeah the cats here see them first yeah i think think the way that they do it though is uh is they kind of they teach them they train them to try to 
detect high EMFs. And I think that's what they start with, you know, because dogs are very sensitive. And so that would be a, a trait to bring them around things that you know are putting off the high electric magnetic field and kind of start that route and kind of go. And I've seen, I've heard some people use them and, and they've said that they've gotten some really good results from using canines on their investigations. I've never personally used one though. But okay. Hey Rob. I can't believe all the great questions are coming in. Here's another one for John. And I love it because everybody's like, John, John, they're loving you. Right, Anything John, you do in, in prepping for an investigation? Like, what do you do before you start one? Do you know. The history first? What, what do you do? Well, yeah, I, I mean, before I even go to the location, I always try to find the history out of the place. Um, not just to help me with the, um, with the clients or the evidence, but to also prepare me for what I might be walking into. Um, I had someone recently get a hold of me and wanted me to come out and do an investigation. And unfortunately, with coronavirus, I didn't feel like it was the right time to interact or be around other people. I didn't want to put them in danger because I wasn't tested yet. And I didn't want to put myself or any of my guys or girls in danger either. So, you know, we just... We decided not to go, but the building that he was calling about was a very old building. And after doing some research and finding out what it is now, it actually was a smart idea for me not to go because of the fact that um, I think that that it would have been a bad scenario. Uh, a oh. lot of it was a bad area. It was a bad building with a lot of bad people, and so. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, it wasn't nothing paranormal. It was just a lot of <laughs> a lot of bad people. So That's you know, I do I do research, but it's not just for the paranormal. It's also for my safety and my crew safety. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. on your shady place. <laughs> yeah, on your YouTube page, you do. Uh, there's a picture of you, and I'm thinking the other person must be your partner. Yeah, Shelly. Shelly. Okay. Yep. And uh, is she, you guys like live in the same area as a partner, or is she like in another state and you guys just YouTube each other and do no, separate? She, she's my wife. Oh, she's your wife. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And, you know, we have, we have a couple, we have a couple other uh, members too, but some members, they don't want to be out there. They don't want to put their face out there yet because, like I yeah. said, you know, I think some people still laugh at this field, you know? They do. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah, but I mean, you give comfort, man. I mean, people are like, well, well, they're no, no, they're not out there. Oh, what was it, Eric? Remember that movie we watched with um, what's he plays for Back to the Future? You know, Michael J. Fox. Remember oh, the movie? Frighteners. Frighteners is a great example of a charlatan, right? I mean, he was uh, he went into a place and oh, it's haunted, all right. He's got his little toys and he's making the things that he, I mean, he's got real ghosts in the movie helping him knock things over and stuff but you know the charlatan but you know people like to have a little comfort man even if you go out and give them a history of their house here's the history of your house yeah. man here's a history of this it could be this you've got a high you got a high emf that means you got po your power lines are shitty in your house you're getting a little bit zapped in your head hole you're getting a little bit paranoid from it i would get an electrician <laughs> you know yeah Bell just wrote, yes, maybe one day we will be taken seriously. You know, 
people just got to keep talking about it, you know, keep talking, get people used to it, the idea, you know, the problem, but the problem is you get some of these TV shows kind of like ghost adventures where they make everything look so goddamn scary that people won't take it seriously because it makes it look like a joke of a, you know, of a true investigation, what it's like. Cause I know know a lot of people on investigations and their house still end up being haunted, but they learned that not all ghosts are bad. They're just friendly. They're just trying to talk to you. And once they realize, they're your friends. They they make peace with it, and you hear, you know, you hear wonderful things. But TV shows just do the bad, and everybody thinks it's bad. And then when everybody thinks it's bad, yeah. other people are like, oh, they're just fucking crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> there, there, there's got to be yeah. a shift, a change. That not everything is bad. Your ghosts aren't there to automatically no. harm you. Everybody thinks that, but they're not. Yeah, and it's like that little girl, you know, she she was scared to death until we explained to her who it was and that her grandpa was probably there to look out for her. And she became completely fine with it after that. She actually felt like she had a guardian angel. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. this is correct. That is more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, how many houses, I wonder... Paranormal investigator goes there with an EMF detector and says, I got I got good news and bad news. The good news is there's no ghost. Again, I always joke about it. The bad news is you need an electrician. Okay, you need an electrician in this wall, and this you got bleeding in this wall, you got bleeding in this wall. You know, and the Google electrician, oh, we got bad old we talk about Eric knows about rats will get up in here and eat the wires. They've got bleeding power. All, I mean, you know, an investigator is almost like a home inspector sometimes. They can really, you've got rodents that's causing the problem. You've got uh, ripped uh, screens with magpies coming in. You've got an ant infection over here. You've got all, you could, it's like a damn home inspector half the time. You know, <laughs> Just, you've got all these problems you need to fix, sir. <laughs> no ghosts. <laughs> Was it take care? Oh, everyone's like there is entertainment and there is science. If we film what we got all the time, it would be so boring to watch. Sparings don't act on demand. I can see that. Yeah, you could probably no. be at a house for for ten hours and maybe only got two minutes of a paranormal in the whole the whole night. That's what I've heard. I've heard that. I've never invest. I want to investigate bad. I've never done it. I just never done it. I've wanted to. I've never, I've studied it. I don't know. I had friends that did it. I had good friends that did it. Um, a problem with America is that you know they got tired of people getting drunk at the cemeteries, so they closed them down at a certain time, and you got to get permission from the keeper, the engineer, to go in there and do it. But at least in in England and Scotland and Ireland, they're open twenty four seven, guys. We're talking like we're talking graveyards that are beautiful but are huge. Like, oh my, open. Here's one of our our, our uh, subscribers who's been with us from the beginning. Uh, I have been seeing spirits go since I was very young. Let me ask you, John, is there maybe certain reasons that some people can see ghosts better than somebody else? Like like myself, I love the paranormal. I, I'm into this. I started this channel based on the paranormal. But to be honest with you, I have never seen a ghost yet, and 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 I want to. So my question is, why do you think some people can actually see it easier, and people like me who wants to see it, and and you know you know, wants to talk, maybe talk to it, but I can't. I I have yet to seen one. Is there a reason you think why some people can and some people can't? 
ultimately, I think it comes down to the right place, right time. But at the same time, I think that, you know, some people are more in tune to the spirit world than others. And, you know, they're more sensitive. And I, and I do believe that there is, you know, sensitives out there that can see them a lot quicker or, you know, feel them a lot better than we can. I want um, to. <laughs> yeah. And, Some you know, and, I want to watch. <laughs> You know, I want to too, and but I like. I also believe it's, it's just the right place, the right time. You know, um, I think that if you're if you're in a if you're in a haunted place, like you know, I heard the footsteps, but I didn't see nothing. You know, in that one house in uh, Fort Vancouver, and when I was at Wolf Creek Inn, I heard a whistle, but I didn't see nothing. You know, uh, I'm not I'm not that sensitive to the paranormal. You know, realm. Other people might yeah. be, and I believe that's why they why they see spirits on a more yeah more often oh, basis than uh, all comes down to frequency. Now, if, if that's the case, maybe because of hearing issues that I have, maybe I don't get to hear the frequencies like other people can. Maybe, yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, from my experience, they they want you. I mean, you ain't looking for them. They want you. For some reason, yeah. uh, where I go, they come talking to me. They come from, I'm not looking to talk to them. I don't give a shit about no spirit. I mean, that's your professional thing. I'm like, what do you want with me? Well, maybe she's <laughs> right. You, might, you wrote, you may have seen one and not realized that it was a spirit. Okay. Oh, I think that's, that's, too. that's very possible, too. Oh, here's yeah. another question for you right here. Do ghosts usually have unfinished business? trying them to a location have you ever helped them resolve and tie to this realm good question well when it comes yes I, the theory is that um the theory is that a lot of a lot of spirits are stuck somewhere because they have unfinished business that's the theory have i ever helped one cross over no i haven't um and i don't i or actually, how would you know in the first place that maybe you have? I mean, it's not like you go back to your place every single day. Yeah, exactly. You know, there was a show recently on the Travel Channel, and it was like Ghost Loop, I think it was called. And you know, those guys—they seem like great guys, but they were at the end of every episode, they were like, "Yeah, I helped him cross over. I helped him cross over." And I'm thinking to myself, "There's no how in the hell can you prove that you helped him cross over?" You know. <laughs> I mean, did you see the light? Did you see them walk all the way through the light and, and, and through the other realm? I mean, were you there? Did you see who greeted them? I don't You know, there's no proof of that. We don't know anything like that. That's why we're investigators, because we're trying to find answers. You mean, yeah. You mean it's not like poltergeist where they can actually go inside the light and actually pull people out? It's not like that? You know what? I, I think it might be. <laughs> I gotta find a closet, Bob. We gotta find closets, and maybe we can find a way in and yeah. get out. <laughs> yeah, definitely find a closet where they suck clowns and teddy bears in, and chairs and books and everything. This into the dorm closet. Yeah. This is what uh, she wrote. Many have those issues. I've talked to a few. Some are lost. Period. Because it it all didn't happen like they thought it does. Okay. Oh. Oh, wow. uh, I was a ghost boy in one house I lived in, but that's because I dreamed how he died and that he was in my closet. Oh, wow. That's 
sucks. That's the other thing, too. You know, ghosts are uh, attached to people who are sensitive, who can see them. That's why, you know, they see them on a regular basis, and we don't. Once they know, the theory is once they know that they could actually see and talk to them, I mean, if you were a spirit and nobody could see and hear you, wouldn't you want to be around someone who could finally hear you? That's true. Yeah. So you know yeah. those those people who are sensitive, they're gonna they're gonna experience a lot more than the the average person. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit weird though because I have read a lot of women have been approached by ghosts. I myself have been approached by them. Um, Hold on, I'm not. Hold on. Are you saying you're a woman? You just said women. I mean, I've been approached on the inside. Now, I know you had a brother who transitioned over to to a woman. We had a brother who transitioned. We had a brother, but I'm not our brother. We have a dead gay 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 brother. <laughs> throw a little bit of something in there, guys. <laughs> Through the bell was right. You know, they, they have that, oh, wow, they can hear and see me. They can help me. So she's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. They have the, ooh, they can help me. Yeah, yeah so I, I don't know what they want me for. I'm woke me well, up I for I can help you become a woman. Well, so according, to, according to Zach Bagans, he's like God's gift to female spirits. <laughs> Right. <laughs> when I heard him say that, I thought to myself, "Why in the hell would you admit that? Like, really? That's what you could get as female spirit? Why would you admit that?" Come yeah. here. My butt was never pinched by a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been tapped on the shoulder. I get out of. Can you see Aurora around pregnant ladies so it makes yeah. sense that ghosts are looking for him? <laughs> yeah, no, I can see the yeah, I can see pregnant women. That's what's so sad. Women are more open to feeling crazy for seeing or hearing things that aren't there. <laughs> yeah, usually, but you know, it's tolerable because you're like, uh-huh. But but a no offense, ladies, what's this guy talk? They tell you about the go, uh-huh. What what kind was it? Oh, that! Oh, are you okay? Okay, good, honey. You know, that's the way. <laughs> I try to tell, say, hey, dude, seriously, man, I fucking had some weird shit happen. Everyone looks like, uh huh, uh huh. Tell us more. <laughs> it don't work, man. It don't work. <laughs> that's why the gals always talk about it. Well, guys probably have it too. They don't talk about. It. Here we go. No, no, this has been awesome. I haven't seen this kind of a cool interactive action with the uh, chat like this. Before, I mean, this is fantastic. The photo yeah. was a girl who her head down and upset. She felt rejected, thinking they could help, and didn't. And she was acting out. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know culture guy. Yeah, I know menstrual cycles trigger the poltergeist. I, I, you know, I've seen that, and well, everyone's seen that report. And if you investigating you know everyone talks about that one it's like oh you have a poltergeist well do, do you have any menstruating oh huh why is that important well for some reason it brings in some something something something's like oh really i didn't know that huh somehow that yeah, triggers um, it I'm, yeah i've talked that with women yeah i never really, really, uh, <laughs> I never really uh talked about that before 
Yeah, it's it's a, yeah. Yo, it sounds like, crazy. Come to your house, man. Like, hey, I heard something, man. It sounded kind of creepy. I'd be like, nah, my woman's just on a rag, man. What the? You know, yeah, I never heard that before, man. I just you gotta bring you gotta be the scientist. And, okay, let me ask you some questions. Um, you have anybody that thinks they're Napoleon in your family? Okay, that's a no. Um, is there anybody menstruating in the house? Oh, okay, okay. Um, how, and uh, is there any uh, objects that you know? Did you gotta slip it in there real quick? You know hey, Bob. You know mm -hmm. what? We we had a uh, we had a woman's uh, sea squatchers group community yeah. that was on here one time, and they even talked about that if one of them is. You know, yes. on the, on the is misrating that yes, they have to be careful because because Bigfoot can smell that and they can smell yes. that easier than that the other. They had to be careful to make sure that they, they're not in harm's way. So I've heard yeah. that before with the Bigfoot community. Yeah, I wanted to ask that question. It's had the same question with the hauntings. True. Yeah, they came out and said it themselves. I'm so happy when women just get, please say it. We we don't want to ask that question. If you could just oh, get no, that out of the way, this is a good question right here. Are graveyards hot spots, or is it a, is that a myth? There you go. What's that? Well, what I've learned in my twenty three years of investigating, uh, I've seen more houses uh, haunted than I have graveyards. Wow. Okay. Really? You know, I, I think the reason why is because. The theory is that spirits are not attached to their own bodies, but they're attached to houses and situations that meant more to them in life. Okay. You yeah. Know, that can make sense because when most, not everybody, but a percentage of people die in hospitals. But mm -hmm. some reason, they go back to the house, and that's where the spirit is. You don't ever hear that their spirit is mostly at the hospital. I mean, I heard a few stories, but most of it is, on average, if that was true where they die, if you put your body in a grave, in a coffin, they didn't die there. I mean, exactly. their body is put yeah. there, but it's probably more likely where they've died. Most ghost stories I've heard is because the person have died in that house. Yeah. yeah. Also been, died in a hospital, but their ghost ends up back at the house. I yeah. walk every night at a, at a, at a, a water area oh, and yeah. right next to a graveyard and I've never, and I've been there I mean 3, 4 in the morning. Now, why is this? What's that? Read this one. Churches are most hot spots for me. That's, okay. That's yeah. is it maybe, maybe most people in, 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 in a world are religion and a lot of people do go to church and that's where they feel home more maybe? I You know, it depends I guess. I I, I've also had the theory that, you know, if if you die and where do you have your funeral? You started out at a church before you go to the graveyard. When you mm. see all the family together and everything there, you see the emotions that puts an impact in the environment right there. And that might just trap the spirit right there. Might be might be where they feel closest to God, but still want to be around people. Yeah. That's right there. She's still right there. Now, she had, she like, saying, there are many unsettled lost souls in graveyards. Uh, this one says yeah. many, most in cemeteries are people visiting others. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. I read I that. somewhere about souls have to stick around the location until the heaven portal opens, winter solace, or the hell portal opens. Oh, God, hopefully that's not us. Open summer, <laughs> then they go where they're supposed to go. Okay. Wow. I guess wow. I guess that's more of a religion 
belief side. Yeah. 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 yeah I've you know, heard. I've, 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 uh, I've, I've, uh, I've investigated a couple cemeteries and actually I'm going to be investigating one, uh, that's, uh, you know, 180 years old. I'll be investigating that next Friday. And, you know, there, there's, a. Uh, I, I guess one of the things I don't like to investigate cemeteries because when people hear about it, you know, like teenagers, they want to go out there. They want to have their thrill. But the problem is when they go to cemeteries, they have no respect no. for the graves out there. And so when I investigate a cemetery, I'm very cautious about telling who I'm doing, you know, telling who that I, I'm out there investigating and putting it out there. And when I do tell people about it, I make sure that I lay out, lay down the ground rules. You know, hey, when you go there, show the respect to these people, show the respect to their families and and respect the property out there. I don't like yeah. people. I, when my brother died, before he even got his headstone, his whole grave was graffitied. It was all spray paint. The grass, everything was all spray paint. And when my family went out there, they saw it. They were heartbroken. It turned out a month later that... It ended up being his friends writing messages in the grass and kind of oh. giving their their you know saying goodbye to him in their in their own way. But my family took it hard, and so I don't like it when when teenagers you know think it's a thrill going out to a cemetery. But it's never going to stop. They're always going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Here's, Here's another question for John. God, great questions today. I'm telling you. Sorry I missed it. Lost connection. But have you ever had an attachment after an investigation? Oh, good questions. I'm telling you, they're great today. Um, <laughs> I, I, hey, I, I, I apologize no, if there's too many questions, man. I didn't, I didn't know there were going to be this many awesome questions today. No, I, I've never had... Uh, I've never had an attachment. I don't think I've never had an attachment after an investigation. I was worried a couple times about possibly having an attachment. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think I ever have, you know, I've never experienced yeah. anything that seemed, you know, when you have an attachment, a lot of times you would immediately think, you know, evil or demonic, but even anything good, like anything just, out of the ordinary, I've, I don't think I've ever had any attachment. Wow, this I think wrote, this person wrote, "Sorry, I just got back. I missed most of the show. I caught you. You are talking about hauntings. I have been on sites where I have had visions and smelled to boot. Then confirmed. Wow, yeah. No, no, no uh, people say they smell like rotten eggs when yeah. something's happening. Is that in, in your case, John? Have you smelled oh. rotten eggs on some of your investigations? Sulfur. Um, sulfur. Yes, the sulfur smell. That's that's supposed to be where it's like, uh, you know, that's where you would. That's what they relate to demonic, and yeah, I, I've never had any sulfur smell, anything, but I have had other smells, weird smells, just you know, cigarettes or perfume where they shouldn't have been, and uh, that's uh, that happens on a, that happens often actually. Smells is a very very keen thing to look for when you're investigating. Yeah, uh, okay. that's what I said. Talks about that one. Look at this so, one. More questions are just coming in. Do you think it is a real phenomenon when paranormal investigators solve crimes or find bodies, like when they find the bones of lost soldiers? 
Oh, wow. Now, Vel, Vel, Paranormal Vel, remember when she's on here, she said that she has helped uh, police on trying to find yeah. bodies and stuff. So that was said on our show before. Yeah, yeah. That's that? right. you believe? I believe it's real phenomenon. And I do believe that they can actually help a lot of families, you know, find closures and find the find the bodies and find the clues to what happened to their loved ones. Yeah, of course. Oh, look, more questions. John, what kind of equipment do you use for your investigation? There, there we go. That's a good one. Let's see what you got. Well, you got like a scrub box. You know, I, I use. Oh, I got boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I use. Uh, I, I got a DV, I got a, H, a, a camera DVR set. Um, I got, uh, you know, two mini DV cameras. I got. Um, a motion camera. I got motion lights. I got RAM pod. I got K twos. I got uh, voice recorders. I got. I mean, you name it. I got it. And so I remember, the only thing I don't have. What's a K two? Is the one with the lights. The here. Uh, actually, I, let me grab one real quick for you. Yeah, oh. let's see K two. I got to tell you, today's been one of the best days we've ever had. Where the interaction between our guests and the chat has just been wonderful. Now, guys, oh, if I missed a lot of your questions, it's hard to listen to somebody uh, say an answer and keep trying to read the chat. So if I miss your question, it's not on purpose. K2. So that's a K2. That's one of them. Check okay. it out, man. Yeah. Like the shows, like the TV shows. They yeah. got the K2. Those are cool. Yep. They're EMF. Yep. What are the EMF? Okay. Yeah, they read uh, electric magnetic fields. Yeah. 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 I had an EMF detector. What, what they use it for? They use it. They use it because of the lights, and you could communicate with the spirit. The spirit, you know, having it light up for yes, or you know, maybe light up to like green for yes, or all the way to red for no, and you could communicate with the spirit that way. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one. I had a handheld one with the box. You had to hold the box. It's an like old school one for electrician. It wasn't for like, but yeah. I used it for. I was investigating uh, in a flight with it, trying to get some hits, but I couldn't do it because it was too Come many on. electrical Bob, things. You, know you had Bob. You had two cans and a string on both ends, right? And you and you probably put it one in and try to see if you hear something. Come on, that's yeah. In Billy Way, <laughs> the can right here to listen like that. No, that works though. I bet you that would work. I bet you that would work. <laughs> I'm not joking. And there'll be yeah, a super a cup and a screen at the end of one place that you're investigating. You go to the other end, you pick it up, and there's a demon on the other side that says, Get out. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the but Navy, we had our phones, so sound power phones, you can communicate across the whole ship with sound power phones. It's sound powered like the damn can, like two cans. So I imagine if you took a can, I want to do that. I wonder if you get super sensitive stuff. Do you yeah. use uh, uh, AM radio frequency is the key, I think. Oh. An AM radio. They're, they're, talking about, they're talking about spirit boxes, you know, the radio frequency scanning back and forth so the spirits can manipulate the waveform, the wave pattern, and pick up the words they want and use it to actually communicate with you. That's the theory with spirit boxes. I don't because when you when you run 
frequencies, you're picking up all these other words, and there, you know, there's no guarantee that it's a spirit actually manipulating it. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying that I can't use it as 100% proof that it's a spirit. Yeah. I can see that because I see people yeah. uh, have recorders and they think they hear something and then they put a word with it and then everybody hears that one word. But it was mostly mundane, you know, like that's not the word. Somebody just said that's the word. Now everybody believes it's the word. Do the app, Eric. You have the app. Oh, um, there's the ghost app. The ghost app on your phone. A, you go buy a. I mean, I don't know, man. You go buy this app. It does a weird static. I. What is this? You're app? talking about the uh, ghost detector app. What? You know. It, yeah, people can download this app. I don't know, but Eric was used to talk about it online and try to get somebody to come in on it. What do you got, Eric? Anybody coming in right now? We got you got uh, somebody there. Anybody with us? And then, I mean, then apparently a word's supposed to come in. If actually this app was um was was t told us by the witch goddess herself, I think, and Vel. They told me to download this app. Oh, it says. Yeah. I know you guys. It says shift. Shift, okay. Shift. It was it night shift, day shift? Uh, you work in the midnight. <laughs> <laughs> What's your job like? You have a midnight shift job coming up. <laughs> you know, the only thing I would say about this I'm gonna be honest with you. When uh, I had to take uh, my son to the hospital for something, and I was sitting outside the hospital, I was playing with the app because I didn't want to wait inside the hospital because they make you wear the mask. I didn't want to sit there with the mask, so I sit in the car. And then, and then I was asking any questions, and I'm not lying that the word that came up, it said Gabriel. Why is Gabriel special? That was my son's name. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's paranormal, but if it does pick words, that's a random word to pick. <laughs> yeah, I'll that's, wait for yeah, a new word. Yeah, that's a random word. There's no doubt about it. Goddamn, <laughs> that's pretty good. Now, have you thing. heard of that app? I mean, honestly, John, have you heard of that app called Ghost Detectors? Is there a yeah? Do you believe that that app is because I don't know what's real, and what's not? I mean, I really don't know. I mean, somebody be pulling my leg. I mean, could the app well, really pick up something? You know, I mean, I, I believe that any electronics can actually pick up something, but uh. When you use an app, you know, like through the veil, like she just said, it's a backup. And I, I would say that I would agree with that. You know, you use it as a backup. If you get something on your normal equipment you use on every investigation and you want to bring an app into it, well, bring an app into it to see if you could get the same kind of evidence and capture the same type of evidence that you can with everything else. Alexis. Alexis, whatever that is. I don't know. I mean, Alexis, are, are we on a show right now? <laughs> I do, I, I, actually, actually, I do have my Alexa with me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, here's a question right here. Uh, somebody wrote, John, do you believe in the theory of parallel universe that coexists, giving us the paranormal? Good question. I believe that anything is possible when it comes to uh, when it comes to other realms. I believe anything is possible. I believe that there is a a veil where you know 
I mean, it might be the parallel universe, but I believe that anything's possible, you know? I mean, but without seeing it for myself, I can't say what it is, but I believe anything is possible. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I uh, see the app work, and I, I think I believe her. I remember one day, I know this might sound silly, John. Um, we asked, we asked the question on the ghost detector to ask if the earth is round or flat, just to see what it says. And it did say the word fix. And Bob, you were fascinated with that word. Fixed. I like um, that. It's we're, a not, big we're, not on, we're not on an earth talk right now, people. So we're not saying the earth is flat around, but it was just kind of interesting. I like the answer is fixed. It's just like answers everything like up and down around everything. It's like no argument answer. It's good job. Every time we put this on the show, we always ask it that same question. <laughs> Fixed. Thank you. And that, <laughs> no uh, that hearing. <laughs> what does it say? Hearing. Hear hearing. Are you hearing something, Eric? Are you hearing something? Is you got something in hearing? It's actually Are been uh, more active during this show than we have had in the past. I'm not saying oh. it's normal. Well, you got a whole sidebar filled with uh, ladies with the paranormal. Now it says old. Old. Wow. Okay. There we go. It's old. Old <laughs> news, Alexa. <laughs> old. I'm just seeing if, if there's like any other question. I would strongly advise to stay away from benevolent forces. It's the one thing to test spirits and quite another to provoke them. This, mm -hmm. That crisscross app of re geo coaching law of attraction app. Damn, that's a wow. Now, didn't you have a you talked someone talked about an app that people are using in Washington that found this briefcase with a body in it? That's uh, uh, Rendo Nautica. The Randall Nautica app, yeah. What the hell is that, dude? Explain this to us. Listen, I, you know, my last video I did, uh, we took the Randall Nautica and we tested it out. We went to three different locations. I found it kind of odd that everybody that's posting up vi videos, not everybody, but a lot of people are posting up videos of supposedly getting creepy locations and and finding creepy things a briefcase um and then you know a, a supposedly a dead body and all that we went to three locations and we didn't get none of that and i i think a lot of people forget how easy it can be faked and so you know we got i told them that you know i told my viewers that i would be doing a follow-up video and i would be showing them how easy somebody how easily somebody could fake those so I'm not saying that people are faking it. I'm saying that it's probably a coincidence, but that they're getting these creepy locations. But I will say, though, that people need to have a more open mind when it comes to seeing something and listening to them and, and hearing them say that it's real when it could be easily faked. So they're claiming to find actual bodies in, in the, yeah, the yeah, Yeah, one did. One, one claimed to find actual bodies. And uh, another one ironically found a briefcase sitting there in the middle of a parking lot where it took it to. I found that kind of ironic, you know, like, wow, what's the chances of that happening? And then they picked the briefcase up and put it in their back seat and left with it and said, Hey, maybe if you guys, you know, get me this many likes, I'll go ahead and open it up on a live show. And it just seemed oh. like, you know, 
Like it was all set up. Uh, uh, that's kind of a, that's, this, look at this question. I don't, but John, do you tell spirits they are dead? Damn. Ooh. Oh, God. You know, that's... <sighs> that's I, a, I have never told a spirit they are dead, honestly. I've never told a spirit they are dead. I creepy. If I try to communicate with the spirit, I want to see what they want versus talking about what they have gone through. Um, unless... Unless I feel what they have gone through is what they want, like unfinished business. But I've never really told a spirit that they are dead. Now, uh, yeah. now, Mark Swarbrick, now he probably wasn't here in the beginning of the show with you because we did talk about orbs a little bit. But he is asking John or anyone: Are orbs good, bad, or both? I would think they could be both. If if, yeah. if, if real yeah. orbs, not just a light. If they're real, yeah. I mean, if they're actual orb, I, it's so easy to debunk. It's hard to find a real one. I can't. Exactly. Never exactly. So hard. And you can't present it as evidence because there's a thousand ways to debunk it. So it's like a hard one. Here we yeah, go. Bob, on, on Ghost Adventures, it always says, look at the dust. It falls down. But this is yes. sideways. <laughs> pollen. You got pollen. You got dust. You got you got animals running around you. Even when you walk around, you're kicking up dust. You move your arms. How many, you know, I mean, how many times you walked into a movie theater and slapped the seat and dust come out? Ah! You know, or you slap somebody's couch and dust come up. I mean, I'm not saying anybody's dirty, but everybody knows that dust is everywhere. You know, Spirits is internal. We aren't in physical form. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. now Matt, we aren't in physical form. So, Matt, are you telling us that you're actually a ghost? You're never a, a person? How are you uh, typing this? I got to know that. A physical form? Yeah, maybe he'd manifest into a, a human? Orbs all over the sky nowadays have increased in activity. Now, I've heard that. Now, I've heard that. I've heard that, but, but okay. But the thing is, when you look up and you, and you see like all these lights, why does these lights have to be orbs? I mean, it could be anything up there. It doesn't have to exactly be orbs, like yeah. related. I mean, yeah, unidentified I, objects. I've seen them. I've seen them. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've seen. I debunk, and even I had to sit back and go whole. I, I filmed them. Have it on video. An unidentified flying objects and uh, their balls in the sky. Yeah, you're right. Uh, unidentified objects. Exactly. They're not exact. Yeah. Have to unidentified. Be <laughs> I haven't identified them yet. It <laughs> could be angels, shadows, or demons. I maybe. I, yeah. I that, John, you really don't know. I mean, we're just making a, a guess, an educated guess. Your guess, yeah, your guess is mine. This is relevant. I would say that I don't, I don't necessarily believe that one is specifically one or the other. I think that you know, they demons and spirits, they could all come in different forms, you know. Yeah, and interdimensionals and demons, like you said, and and the jinn over here. They a lot of Muslims, and so they talk about the jinn. And one of the uh, one of the myths is that a lot of soldiers that come back from the Middle East had jinns attached to them, and they're and they're hiding out in the, the houses, the dark areas. I mean, this is just a local yeah. a local thing in England, and well, Scotland, and Ireland, all three. Well, first of all, discretion, fears. Uh, I, I like this person, whoever this person is. Austin yeah, yeah, Moore needs right. other evidence to support it. 
And That's then uh, Val says, ours could be dust or water vapors. Or could be self-eliminating and change direction. Some even pulls like lightning, like like yeah, lightning. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen them change directions in the sky. I go, that's now, unidentified. Oh, this is a good question. What sites are on your bucket list to visit? Ooh, that's a that's good, good one. Well, you know the movie uh, "One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest." Yes. Yes. Well, I live right down the road from where that movie was filmed and the Salem Asylum uh, here in the oh. Willamette Valley. And yeah. people have been trying for years to get in there, and that's my top number one spot to go. Um, oh, that's wow. my bucket list. Okay. Hey, we'll miss this, uh, the last question. I know we could go like all day on this stuff, but I know we all got to get going. But this is a good yeah. question. What ways do you tell the difference between energies? Okay. He's going to think, like, holy shit. You know, some, some people, they, 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 tell, they, tell, uh, they tell the difference between what they feel. I don't really feel. I'm not sensitive enough to feel anything. So I usually just go by what I see or hear. If I see something negative or hear something negative, you know, if I'm if I'm re-listening to uh, my voice recorder and I hear I get an EVP saying get the fuck out, I'm pretty much going to go lean towards the negative side, you know, <laughs> um, not necessarily demonic, but maybe yeah. someone who just doesn't want to interact with me. The light orbs, yeah, no, energy. I don't feel anything, so I can't really go based off a of feeling. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we got two more questions. If you don't mind, we'll just we'll just go these two questions and then we'll end the show because they're everybody's asking some questions. Like Instruction Fear says, "This uh, Velska Murder House." Ever been there, John? Wanting our crew to go there. Ooh. No, I would love to go there. I would love to go there, but no, I have not been there. Okay, and we'll make this one the last question because she's a great friend to the show. She's been on here plenty of times. She's the one that 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 saw my uh, dead sister brother with me on one show. That was awesome. If you could go back cool. and witness only an, an event in history for an investigation, what would it be? Ooh. It would be the OK Corral shooting. Oh, wow. What? That's a good one. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. See, old Doc, yeah. did Doc Holliday shoot him with a shotgun or not? Who drew first? They always say Doc yeah. did. <laughs> yep. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Let's find out if Doc really pulled it fast first. I want to see what that, yeah, someone needs to investigate that no. one. That would be a good shot. I love that answer because there's so many easy answers people can say, like, let's go to the hotel where the Shining movie was made, you know? You know, and Billy Mackey's another very popular place that Avell's okay. actually been there before. She actually got her neck hurt there before. But saying that, wow. that that's awesome. And that's John, today's show has been one of the funnest shows I have been around doing. You know, we had the Bigfoot community on here. We have John from Paranormal. Today was a full packed house. So my question to you, John, is. Will you ever come back in the future on our show? Of course. Good. Of course. I enjoyed myself today. I mean, and, and I don't know if you were expecting this many questions. I wasn't expecting to see that many questions 
but it was just been fantastic. But Let me ask no, a question, though. Do you think, you think yeah. Doc drew first or what? Do I think, think Doc drew first? Uh, I think that uh, he very well possibly could have. <laughs> I think he wanted to finish something that somebody else started. I think he wanted to finish it, and he wanted to finish it that day. I love That's that. And okay. I got to say, I love this comment. I know, John, you don't understand this comment. It says, we need Rob's time machine. But she means know. Rob built a, a hillbilly time machine. <laughs> so Bob yeah. needs a hillbilly time machine so we can go back in time to check out the tombstone. Yes. There I want to go. go back and see it. I'll go back and see it soon. I got a TARDIS, so I'm going to go hit it. Uh, beyond that, John, is there anything you want to, uh, I don't know, tell anybody that coming up you're gonna have a show or something coming out or or, or anything well, you want you know right now we're pretty close to 800 subscribers i just i just put our first video of of our first investigation just up on the on july 20th so you know we we've gained a lot of subscribers in a short amount of time when we get to a thousand we're gonna do a live show I just want to say thank you to everyone out there who supports the paranormal community, who supports all paranormal investigators who present real authentic evidence. I just want to say thank you guys, you know, keep supporting them because, you know, without, without fans, without supporters like you guys, you know, we'd be doing this just for our own entertainment. So yep. I put your link it's your links up on my Facebook. It's up on my YouTube. It's up on my Twitch. Even Twitch has you on there now, and you're also on Twitter. So anybody's watching from any format, please subscribe to them. You know, let's support each other. That's what we're here for. Uh, we support each other. And John, you are. Yeah, and I appreciate Thank you coming on. And uh, Bob, anything you want to say before we leave for the weekend? Um, I'll be doing one tomorrow as usual. So um, I always do something dear, weird and different. Again, people that watch my stuff, I just mine's to get people off drugs. It's kind of a don't take what I say seriously. It's entertainment only. It's strictly again. It's just making up bullshit. So whatever you you know, whatever you want to think of it. Hey, you know, but let's that's good. Him because, uh, you know, on July twenty third, that was my two year anniversary of being clean and sober. Oh hell yes, nice, nice, nice. I quit doing that. That is good. And and uh, you know, and next week, guys, we're already building um, some shows next week. Monday, we got a woman named Bet Medler. She's like a, uh, she's kind of like a psychiatrist in a way. So we're gonna try to see how how we better ourselves doing the situation that we're in life right now. So that's, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say that's more of a serious kind of a show. Maybe. I don't know. With us, you never know. And then Wednesday, (laughs) we have a guy named David. He is from a matrix community. That's going to be coming on with matrix unveiled. He's going to be on with David. So a full pack matrix show next week. And I have nobody yet for Friday. We're working on that. But I want to thank John, uh, Back Row Hauntings. And next time, John, when you come back, you got to bring your wife on. I'll do so. I'll do so. <laughs> because I want to yeah. hear I want to hear her. I want to watch you answer a question and watch her expression of you answering that question. Because women can <laughs> still bullshit from all of us guys. So I want to. But, <laughs> but you don't have to. And uh, sometimes it's better to keep the spouses off. Eric knows that. 
you know this. So don't feel bad if you're like, uh, I ain't going to do that. Oh, Bob, one of the reasons is she's actually on the face picture I of know. the YouTube page. So. Yeah. 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 Well, beyond that, guys, we're going to end this show, and uh, I'll see everybody, I guess, Monday. All right, All right everybody. Guys. Take care, guys. Good one. So I got to – oh, man, I, I'm, I, I'm – uh, I can't even – I'm sorry. Just one touch and I'm lost inside your love. Just one touch means more than words can say.